0: We're continuing to Reish Gimel, the halachos of Hadlachas Neros. We'll be doing today Sif Yud through Sif Yud Gimel in Ritz Hashem. Sif Yud, the Mechamah, writes, According to the Bahag, once somebody lights the candles, the the Isr Malacha takes effect. So based on this ruling of the Bahag, some women have the custom, that after they make the bracha and they light the candles, they take the match and they let it fall to the ground, so they don't uh, extinguish it. Because if you feel that through lighting the candles you're taking on Shabbos immediately, you should not do the, uh, the Maisa of Kibui. So that's the sheet of the Bahag. Others say that if she makes the stipulation that she's not being Mekabal Shabbos through her lighting, but rather only when the, the Chazan says Baruch that helps. There's Shomim is third opinion. that says that kind of stipulation doesn't work. Some argue on the Bahag. And they say that her acceptance of Shabbos is not dependent on her lighting the candles, but it's based on davening Mariv. Once the Chazin says Baruchu and the, the Tzibur daven's Mariv, at that point everyone must refrain from Melacha. Uli and according to us, once we say Mismer Shilio Mashab, didhu, that's just like Baruchhu was for them. and we've mentioned this before in the Raj Samhalev that it's clear from the Mechaber, the custom of saying "mizmer Shilio Mashabbas Friday evening before Baruchhu was not around in the times of Shas. It seems like that goes back to around the, the 10th or 11th century. But he's saying, nowadays, since we do say Mizmer on Shabbos, that would be the same halacha as in the times of Shas when they said Baruchu. That's the official acceptance of Shabbos. Comes along the Ramah, isha mikabelis Shabbos badlaka. What do we do? Our custom is that the woman who lights the candles, she accepts Shabbos through her lighting. Unless she makes a stipulation prior to lighting, and even having that that idea in her mind is sufficient. There's no need for her to verbalize that she's not taking on Shabbos now. But everyone else in the household is mutter to do melacha up until Baruchu, once until the community accepts Shabbos. So, in the Mechaber himself, he quotes the sheet of the Bahag, that as soon as she lights candles, the Isra Malacha takes effect. And that's why, based on this, some women have the custom to drop the match, and not to put it out directly. Others say that she's allowed to make a Tanai beforehand, so she will not accept the lighting. Others argue on that and say, no, Tanai doesn't work. Others argue in the premise of the Bahag, and they say that she never is Mechab Shabbos through the Halak, it's always through baruchu. Or Mizmer Shir, based on our custom, but the remote comes along and says, We assume that generally women are Makabah Shabbos with the Hadlakas Neros, unless they make a stipulation, and that works even belave. There's no need to verbalize it. However, for everyone else in the household, um, even though the, the mother of the home lights the candles, the husband and the children can continue doing Malacha until Baruch. The Ramak continues. That Iker hadlaka taluyu benerosh shmalikin al shulchan. The main lighting, the main mitzvahs, the neros that are lit on the table, or at least in the dining room, right? So it brings light to the sudda. Abalo b'shar hanerosh b'vayis, the other candles throughout the house. Nitzaruch laniach hanerosh malkom shmalikin. One should leave the candles in the place where they were lit. V'lo dle hadlik b'malkom one should not light them in, in place A, and then transfer them afterwards to place B, and we'll see in the Mishnah Rura what the potential issue is with that. Let's go back to the Mishnah Rura Membase Membes Vahaminag. This is jumping to the Ramah. That our custom is that women do take on Shabbos through the lighting. So how about a man? If the husband's lighting because the wife is not available, or a man is not married. So even if he's making a bracha, like we saw in Sif There's no minding that he takes on Shabbos through the lighting and therefore he is mutter to continue doing malacha up until bismar shaliyam ha-shabbos miklamakom tov Nonetheless, if a man is lighting the candles, it's still better to make a stipulation that you don't plan on being b'kabba Shabbos right here and now. Now we did mention before that the custom is, although the Ramah brought two opinions, the Ramah said that our minig is that women light, and then they say the bracha, because we're concerned that the bracha itself is the acceptance of Shabbos, so when it comes to men, who are not accepting Shabbos when they light, they would say the bracha before the lighting, like any case of over lesiosen. Sivkat mem gimel. Shabbos. So their Mekabel Shabbos through the Hadlaka. mincha and therefore women should make sure to daven mincha before lighting. de dechvar kibla Shabbos. Since they've already accepted Shabbos, then shu is palat tefila chol. You can no longer daven mincha, which is a weekday davening. If there's not enough time, like we'll see in Sif Tesvav. If it's getting very close to the Zman of Hadlaka, one should make sure to light, even though that means you're going to miss Mincha, and you would make it up with Marav, you'd have two Shmonashv's for Marav. Sif Ad Mem Dalid. shatasna. Techila, so although usually women are Mechabal Shabbos through the lighting, she is allowed to make a stipulation. lahas nos k'im l'tzorech. Says the Mishnah Vura, this should not be commonplace. This should not happen every Shabbos. One should only make a stipulation if there's a real need. de mahani. Tonight, just like we saw in the Machabra, there are those who held that a stipulation doesn't work. And she's Mechabal Shabbos automatically through the lighting. So therefore we only make a stipulation if there's a tzorach. Sifkat and Memhe, the Ramah said, That means that even though we said before you have to have light everywhere in the house, any room you're going to be using, you have to have enough light so you could utilize it without tripping and, and falling. Nonetheless, the bracha should be made on the neros that are in the dining room. Because the ikar is the narrows that are being used for the suddo, ve'roish teheya brachaleym, and therefore it's appropriate the bracha should be on those candles. Filu on ner achad sagi, even one candle would be sufficient, like we mentioned in the beginning of the siman. Mihu, however, im yesh harbei nashim ve'ein lacholachas shulchan bivne atzmo. Let's say there are many women; they don't all have their own separate table. Then yechol levarik al haneris she'omdim abayis b'shar makomos. They're allowed to make bracha. On candles, other places in the house, if you have to light the candles in the uh, the candelabra, that's more in the central part of the house we have this guiding principle, wherever you're lighting before Shabbos, in order to have sufficient light, to use that room on Shabbos, that's a fulfillment of Shalom Bayis, and therefore, you could make a bracha there. So the ideal place to have the candles is in the dining room, and that's where the bracha should be made, but anywhere in the house, as long as you're utilizing that room, you can make the bracha on those as well. Sivkot Emem HaNero Shababayas. So the Mechab, the Ramah said, Bishar those are not the Iker Neros. HaInu Bal HaBayis, Lahadlik Ale Shulchan This is referring to the person who owns the house where he could make the bracha on the Shulchan, have the candles in the dining room, but if someone's a guest, If he has own, his own room designated for himself, like we saw a few Sifim earlier, even if he's not eating there, but he's sleeping there, the most ideal place for him to light is in the room that's set aside for him, like we saw in Sivov. Sivkat and mem Zayin, So the Ramah said that you should leave the candles in the place where they were lit initially. That means even if you said explicitly or admitted to in your mind that you're not being Makalbah Shabbos until you move the candles to their proper place, you still shouldn't move them. Why not? What's the problem? There's no Isr Melachah here. Sivkat and Mem it means to say, don't light the candles in a place where they're not needed, and then move them later to a place where they're going to be used. It's just like when it comes to the Adlaka of the Menorah for Hanukkah, we mitzvah. The mitzvah is not just having the light, but it's the of the action of lighting the candles. So if you light the candles in an area that's not going to be used on Shabbos, that's not a place of obligation. So you're not being out to the mitzvah because hadlaka osa mitzvah, and when you did the actual lighting, it was in an area that had no chiyuv. So even though you move it afterwards, you didn't do the uh, the mitzvah in the proper way. You'd have to extinguish the fire, move it to the dining room, and then relight it. But if you did light them in a house, in a room where you will use it, although it's not the dining room, then you'd be allowed to move it elsewhere and place it down. Nechol abayis havi makomam because the entire house is its place. You lit it in in, in an area that had a chiyuv. The well, lavush machmer af bezeh. Levos is machmer even in this case where the initial place of lighting was a makom chiyuv. Makom matzoruch yesh but you can be makor like the first shita in a situation of need. Kasev echayadim hanashim shemadlikin besukah b'chag matatlam l'talchabayis lo yafah hein women who light the candles in the sukkah during the yantaf of sukkahs, and then they bring it inside the house, that's not the best way to do it. Because you're lighting in one place and then transferring them elsewhere. Wherever those candles are going to be stationed, that's where they should be lit. Sif Yud Aleph. Although the community has not yet davened, if an individual davins and he takes on Shabbos while well, it's still daytime, chal alav kabbalas Shabbos, but also besi malacha. So Shabbos is chal; it takes effect for this person, and there is now an isser malacha. But if imu omer she'eno rots lekal b'Shabbos, even if he says, "I don't want to accept Shabbos; I just want to Davin mariv." But I don't want to accept Shabbos, it doesn't make a difference. By davening mariv, that creates the, uh, the status of Shabbos. By definition, you can no longer do melacha. Sivkat memtas, mi vod yom, mincha like we saw in rech Sam Michalif, it obviously has to be after plaga mincha for, this, uh, for the mariv to be anything. Sivkat nun, va'afilu, so the Machaber said, Even if he cries out, I don't want to accept Shabbos, I just want to die with doesn't make a difference. Like we saw in Sif Yud, even though some held that you're allowed to make it tonight when it comes to lighting, so the lighting doesn't force you to accept Shabbos. But the tefillah is shiny. When it comes to davening, that's a whole different story. Keva and Shehizkir, but Kedusha Shabbos. Since you're mentioning Kedusha Shabbos in the tefillah, that's part and parcel of the Esrei, you can't daven mariv without accepting Shabbos. Tzivkat and says the Shabis. If the majority of the community accepted upon themselves Shabbos, is a famous halacha, that the minority of the people who are in this place are dragged along by the majority, even against their will. So let's say you have a shtetl, you have one shul, and you have 75% of the people davening in early Shabbos. 25% don't want to do that, they want to keep on working, they don't want to close their stores so early the halacha would be, it doesn't make a difference. This is what the majority of the tzibor is doing. You, therefore, are dragged after them. You have to take on Shabbos when they do. Says the Mishnah B'ruhah Sifkaton Alif, Imrov hakal, V'imrov hakal, lo kinesis, If the majority of people were not in shul, Ein nimshachem achram Then we don't go after the miyut. So let's say in the same shtetl you have one shul, you have one minion that uh, that takes on Shabbos early, but it's a snowy day and the weather is terrible, it's freezing outside, so hardly anyone's there. Just because they're having a minion early, that doesn't make other people uh, have to accept Shabbos, assuming those who were at the minion were only a minority of the community. And this is true as well if you're living in Brooklyn, or you're living in any big city, where you have many different shuls. One shul is not dragged after another one. Even if you have one massive shul with the majority of the community members attending this particular one, it doesn't drag the small ones along with it. It's a different base, Knessus. But if someone's making a minion in his home, a field of minion kavu, even if it's a set thing every Friday night he has a minion, bottle etzel rov, then they are bottled, They're nullified. They're dragged along based on the majority of the people in the community. So the the question is: On one hand, Bisman has a, this halacha is not as relevant when you're living in a vibrant Jewish community with many different shuls. Everyone can do their own thing, and uh, there's no one din of the tzibor. I'm not dragged along. If I want to continue working right up until Shkia, I have the option to do so. The issue is if we're uh, in a bungalow colony where there only is one shul. We have uh, 30, 50 homes around this lake, and there's one shul, and there's nothing else within walking distance, and the shul's making an early Shabbos. The problem is that someone's husband wants to come up for the weekend and they're driving from New York all the way upstate. So uh, they're not going to be there in time to get early Shabbos. Are they dragged along? Do they have to be Mechabal Shabbos with everyone else? So based on the, the Pashat reading of this Mechaber, the answer would seem to be yes. This is what you're doing. This is where you're staying. You're nimshech achareihem. Moshe, however, has a famous Psak where he says, This din of the minority of the community uh, being forced into accepting Shabbos with the majority of the community, assuming there's one shul, that's only if they're taking in Shabbos to be of Kedusha. They're doing it to have more Kedusha, more Shabbos, then you're dragged along. But if they're only doing it for convenience, they're small children, they don't want to start their dinner at 8.30, they want to begin earlier, if it's only for convenience or Moshe rights, then the miyut is not dragged along etzel Harov, and that's a major, major hetter for all of these types of situations. Sif Yud Gimel A person comes into the city Friday afternoon, lo and behold, everyone's already met Shabbos. Even though there's plenty of time left in the day, it's before sunset. If he has money or anything else on him, he should let it fall down. Because once you get into that city, you have to take on Shabbos with everybody else. Let it fall, that you're allowed to go into the room and let it fall down so at least it's in a safe spot, like we'll see in Raj Samich above Siffia base, Ay Sha Mishbura. So we'll stop here for now and continue with Sifya Dalid next time,